in this episode. Today we're going to be talking about how to become well known. Uh, it's a very, 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 very open statement or open question. Putting yourself out there to a point where you're performing an act or doing something that is going to catch the eye of the recruiter. Okay, maybe that's or the person you're trying to influence. The person you're trying to influence, yes. Yeah. Because so they because that's the big thing. You got to know who the influencers are in the space. Well, let's let's look at it even from a more simplistic value. There's a need. Okay, like again, you go back to it. Kevin Hart fills a need. We like to laugh. We like to be entertained as people. We like to have fun. He fills that. He's found his niche. He became important. So now take that same simplicity to a college recruiter. He's got a job to do. Look at Chippendale dancers and look at look, look at look at Instagram mod. Hold on, let me finish my point here, Dave. Stop laughing. This is a serious point. Let's finish it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Closing Pitch. My name is Spiker Helms, and I'm joined by my co-host David Berkby. This show is about culture, people, and how to create a winning lifestyle. Today, we're going to be talking about how to become well known, and I'm going to leave that sentence how it is, and we can dive deeper into that sentence. But before we do that, let me introduce Dave. Dave, how's it going? It's going all right, man. It's going okay. Yeah, it's been a busy day for you. Yeah, a lot of talking, so why not talk for another hour? Let's go. I mean, how many hours have you talked so far in this day? You know what, though? it's 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 been good. I mean, I've, I've been on the phone all day, which is a great thing, talking to people all over the country. Um, so if you're new to the show, what Dave does is he's on the sales side of things. He also coaches, So and he's also the, our general manager of the Rawlings Tigers. So that job encompasses so much when it comes to just talking on the phone. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, man, it's fun. I, uh, I, I get to look at it like this. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode. It's, it's neat to build some relationships with people that you would have never, ever gotten to meet, uh, without the exception of this job. And so I look at that as an opportunity and I've gotten to talk to guys today from, Long Island, New York to uh, New Hampshire. Yesterday, I talked to um, a guy from Fort Worth. We talked to I talked to a guy from Honolulu, Hawaii last week. So it's it's pretty neat to hear you know the different sides of the baseball realm out there and what everyone's trying to do. And it's really been interesting as of late trying to hear how everybody's tackling this. What do you call it? The uh, cervezas yeah cerveza sickness yeah since you're not calling it the uh, coronavirus but uh no it's been fun so uh but i you know i enjoy this podcast and i enjoy uh talking i'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to this topic today we talked about it a little bit before starting so i'm interested to see how this kind of takes a turn if you are a new listener please subscribe to the show that is absolutely huge for us um and also give you updates on when we upload we've been uploading on tuesdays and thursdays and we've been doing bonus episodes on wednesdays um, if you are a repeat listener guys what are we doing give us a review that helps us out so much i like you have no idea that when we look at those reviews um, every time they pop up. Um, right now we're at 15. We'd love to get some more on there. Um, even a written review. I actually reached out to the guy that um, 
wrote us a last review and I was like, man, thank you so much. You have no idea um, how much this means to us. So please give us a review, give us a subscribe. Um, and yeah, it just, it'd be really appreciated. It all helps. So becoming well known before we started talking about this topic, cause for everyone that listens before we jump into uh, and turn on the mics and turn on the camera, we talk things through and like, okay, what, what are we going to actually deliver on this? And your major concern was what? Well, we, we were talking about it and like the phrase is how to become well known. And immediately where my mind goes is how to become famous. And I'm not sure that's always like the right route to go. And you immediately refuted that. And you went into your spiel on, you know, what you thought that mean or meant. I think there's different degrees of being well yeah. known. And, and I, I think everyone desires to, at some degree, to being appreciated and respected. How about how, about how to be important? I could, I could, I could jive with that. Um, because I think we're, I'm at least going to take this topic. Um, cause well, I guess here. Before we go down this road, do you think it's more? Sorry, I know he just gave me the, a big, a big face for the interruption, but I don't. I, my my thought is is that do you think it's morally not right to go after being famous? How are you going about it? Would be my question. Like, are you selling yourself to the devil to do it? Are you like how are you going about it? What are your intentions behind it? Um, you know, there's. There's very well-known people out there who have bad intentions. There are well-known people out there who have great intentions. I guess it's kind of like the Instagram models. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's question. I mean, that's questionable. Yeah, but I mean, listen, it's it's what are you trying to do, and um, what's your what's your message? How, what are you doing it for? Are you are you ultimately trying to help people? And that doesn't you can help people in a million different ways. Mm -hmm. um, so I. I that's how I'm going to choose to take this topic down that road. So the different degrees of being well-known, I feel like it goes back to your community. Do I want to be well-respected inside of my small community? Um, my friends, do I want to be more well-known at a, at a city type of level? Um, or do I want to be like the quote unquote right now is TikTok famous? How do I become TikTok famous? That's all you hear about when you go onto that app is like, oh, this is how you go viral and this is how you get followers and everything like that. So I want to tackle it that way. And obviously from being a famous standpoint, I don't have the blueprint to be famous because one, I am not famous. I don't view myself as famous. Um, I, I view myself as I'm just trying to help people as much as I possibly can inside of my niche, which is baseball. Um, some of the things that helped me out in my career, I know for a fact could help out somebody um, down the road because one, they're not my ideas. They're actually a culmination of the ideas of my coaches, my mentors, um, my parents. Like it, it's just a, it's just a big old glob of stuff that just piled on and I try to soak up as much information and I'm just literally trying to deliver it back out as much as I possibly can. So Dave on this, how do you become important? Cause if, if we're going to switch up the words, how do you become important? Uh, it's a very, 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 very open statement or open question. Um, you know, I guess I can only, answer that through my own playbook um because 
and I don't want to sign off here like saying I'm important or anything. And trust me, like most people, I don't know, whatever. We're not even going to go down that phrase. But I guess how do you become important is you start off, not everyone's at the pinnacle. Not everyone's at the top. Not everyone be, is important right off the bat because you have to learn. You have to um, go through situations. You have to fail. You have to win. You have to fail and fail and fail and win some more. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start to, you set a culmination of, of everything. Um, you know, if you go through life and, you know, you can, uh, you can, put this in sports context, you can put this in business context, you can put this in life context, whatever it may be. Let's say you're a young guy. This is just a life context lesson, okay? You always look up to your older people, okay? You always look up to those people because you view them as important. You view them as a source of information. You view them as people who have uh, life experience, and you don't have that yet. And so, you're going to them for guidance. You're going to them for advice. You're asking them about this. You're asking them about that. And you view those people as important to you. Mm-hmm. And um, those people have information. And they have information that you ask and you try to find because you think it's going to better you. Or at the very least is going to answer your curiosity. Um, so it's the same thing in a business context. How are you important? It's when you're going to provide value to that business. Okay, when whatever it is, uh, whatever business you're in, whatever your job is, you're going to provide value. And it's the same thing in baseball. Okay, you're going to whenever that situation occurs, you're going to help that team succeed. So that's how I view importance, because it's a culmination of growing up from being a young guy or a new guy to a situation and learning as much as you can, asking as many questions as you can, gathering that experience, failure, win, failure, win, like I said, to now all of a sudden you become an important factor, an integral factor in the success of whatever that may be. I'm in, I'm in this social media f- space, and a lot of the young bucks right now are looking at these big influencers, uh, Logan Paul, the Paul brothers, yeah. David Dobrik, um, Addison Ray, who's on TikTok, and these are young, young people that are just absolutely crushing it on social media. And the big thing is, is that they want to be famous and they want to be well known. And my thought always is, is that that's a double edged sword, famous and being well known versus importance, like how you phrased it, which in all grand scheme of things, I would rather be important to a group of people than being famous. And here's why. If I'm famous, I'm providing some type of value, whether that's entertainment, education, or anything like that. Yeah, there's a reason why people know you. Yeah. But I think you have to kind of look at yourself as like, if I become famous for this one thing, am I going to be proud of that? Am I going to be like, I mean, if you want to be famous and and you're a girl, there's a real easy way to become famous. If you are a guy, there's a there's a real easy way to become famous. Now, is that something that you want to live with? Well, Rather than yeah. being important, which is providing value, being educational, um, providing entertainment that um, is like a comedian, that 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 type of famous is something that a lot of people like. When you see it, it's special. I like look Kevin at, Hart. Yeah. That guy fills up the room. Yeah, The Rock. That yeah. dude is awesome. That guy is totally cool. 
Now, would I want to be like the Logan brothers, the Paul brothers? I don't know. I, I don't think I'd want to be that because yes, they provide, they provide a, a sense of entertainment, but at the same time, I don't know if I could live with myself, how they interact on an everyday basis. They're super smart people. They are very, very smart and how they tackle the media and how they tackle, how they tackle social media. But I don't know if I'd want to be that. Well, you know, there's something that I've always kind of, it, it took me a while to figure this out. Uh, because you come out of college, you, you think you know things, you really don't know that much. Um, you start working, um, and I'm talking at my post-athletic career life, and you just start going through things, and, and you start to to kind of make up a mindset of, of what you're really doing it for, mm-hmm. okay? And by no stretch of the imagination did I ever see what we're doing now being my career path. I never knew that. Never knew we'd be doing a podcast. Never knew we'd be, you know, at the spot we're in with a club that has, you know, well over 2,000 players in it, et cetera, nationwide. Um, so I guess you can say from a certain standpoint, people do listen, okay? And obviously I, I've taught a lot of players over the years. I've coached a lot of players over the years. I've talked to a lot of parents over the years. I've talked to however many people have listened to this and video, whatever, what I've always kind of gone back to, no matter what I'm doing, is if I'm doing it from a stance of I'm trying to help, then I can't go wrong with it. That's always been my stance. Maybe maybe I don't, maybe the content's changed, maybe the information's changed over the years because I've adapted, I've learned. And I'm always going to keep learning as I, as I preach my players, okay? You got to do it. But as long as I guess if you if you are that pseudo called important person in your business, in your life, in your family, whatever, as long as whatever you're doing, you have the correct intentions behind it and you're just trying to help Mm -hmm. whatever that's in. Like you mentioned, Kevin Hart, he's he's bringing laughter. He's bringing entertainment. He's bringing he's bringing that fun. He's able to go across so many different audiences from young to old. Um, to different ethnicities, where like the Log- the Paul brothers, they own they're they are catered to the younger crowd. If an older if an older person like a mom or a dad watch them, there's only a certain amount of people that would actually watch the yeah. Paul brothers. Well, and I think it also goes back to the niche. And you're probably wondering, okay, how does this all tie in? And my thought is this: is that we deal with recruiting on a constant basis. Yeah. Players need to be known if they want to play college baseball. They need to be inside that network of college coaches. They need to be talked about. They need to be, um, they, they need to have at least their name to be seen so that the coach can actually make a decision like, oh, yeah, that guy's, that guy's pretty good. Or that guy is, eh, he's not, he's not my level, but I could probably get him somewhere else. That's the big thing. And this, you can span this across different industries. Whatever industry you're in or whatever niche you're in, if you want to reach a goal or a pinnacle, you have to be known to some degree, which goes back to the importance factor, not the famous factor. I want to be important. I want to be known on that scale rather than famous factor. Because you could be famous for something completely stupid, which is like, remember that guy who ran into the fence and flipped on his back and his pants fell down? That Now that's famous. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to be that guy, you know? But I would want to be respected and known for my skill set so i guess if you're going to take it down that route um it it goes back to i'll tie this all together it goes back to the value thing but it starts with a door opener it starts with having something that's going to get catch the attention 
Okay. It has, it's, it's putting yourself out there to a point where you're performing an act or doing something that is going to catch the eye of the recruiter. Okay. Maybe that's or the person you're trying to influence person you're trying to influence. Yes. Because so there, because that's the big thing. You got to know who the influencers are in the space. Well, let's, let's look at it even from a more simplistic value. There's a need. Okay. Like again, you go back to it. Kevin Hart fills a need. We like to laugh. We like to be entertained as people. We like to have fun. He fills that. He's found his niche. He became important. So now take that same simplicity to a college recruiter. He's got a job to do. Okay. His job entails that he fills a team that's going to win and succeed because if he wins and succeeds, he not only gets to keep his job, he probably gets a better job. He provides for his family. So what is he doing? He is looking for players on a very simple level that is going to help him achieve that. So now you follow down. What characteristics is he looking for in a player? Well, above everything, skill set. It's got to be there. But then he's looking for smaller things. He's looking for character, uh, you know, things about that player that's going to make him become a leader about whatever. So you take all that into consideration. And then you say, how does the player get in front of him? The whole episode is how do you become known? Okay. Well, is he looking for the stuff that everybody does? No, because that's boring. He's seen it a million times. So he's looking for the things that are going to catch his eye, that are going to pique his interest. Right? It's just like there's a million comedians out there. Why do we only listen to 20 of them? Because those guys are different. Right? It's the same thing. There's a million baseball players out there. Why do only so many get there? Because they go about it differently. Yeah. It's dynamic. Um, if we use the Kevin Hart analogy, Kevin Hart is able to do stories. He's able to do shotgun type of humor, quick, quick wit, and he's able to capture you into the moment. And if you think about a baseball team, let's just say for a recruiting standpoint, if you are just a first baseman that is slow and can hit a little bit, you know how many people are out there that can do the same exact thing that you do? But what happens if you're dynamic? I can play first. I can play third. I've, I've played a little bit of outfield. And prime example of a player that I played with, Luke Voigt. That guy was very dynamic, even though it seems like at the major league level he's not. He was very dynamic as a baseball player at the collegiate level. He was able to catch. He was a catcher. He had an unbelievable arm, and he could hit a little bit. And then when he got to major league baseball, he knew that, okay, or professional baseball, my best attribute is hitting, and I'm going to be a very dynamic hitter, and I'm going to go all in on this. So he just filled that need. But you- you know, you go back to it, and the common the common theme is: if you want to be known, you have to have a separator. You have to have something that's going to make you different than everyone else. That is that is the key. Okay, they're looking for that separator. That could be a skill set. That could be a a way you communicate. That could be any of the above. Yeah. Okay, but it has to be something that is above the norm. The norm does not get you to become known or important or so-called famous, okay? The the separator is going to be the one that is what you're willing to do or what you can do. It's not willing. It's what you can do that people can't, okay? That's the same thing from a job standpoint. The guys who get 
the jobs, the guys who get the raises, the guys who climb the so-called corporate ladder or whatever ladder you may be, or the businesses that grow and grow and grow and grow are the businesses that are willing to do stuff that other people aren't and can do. Again, it's not willing. It starts with willing, but it's really can. It's can you finish it? Can you become that important? You got to know your skill set. You got to know what you have to bring to the table. And you're, I could tell you right now, when I, when I played college baseball, I would, in junior college, I would look across rosters on Division One baseball teams, and then when I would play with them in the summer, because you're mixed in, I'd be like, how in the heck did that guy get to that school? I'm way better than that guy. But the thing was, is he separated himself at a certain point when I didn't. And then when I got to that stage, it was literally like a target. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you. You're on my team. I'm, I'm just going to outwork you because you, you're a huge target for me. I'm a JUCO guy. You're a Division One guy. That's where I want to go. I'm going to figure out how to get to the spot that you're at because that's what I want. And to be well known, I knew one thing, one trait that I had, which was I am a hard worker. I'm going to outwork you. My, be my best trait was I'm just going to outwork you. I'm going to work on the things that I know is going to work. So that was your separator. Yes. Your separator was that you were willing to go in a place that, from a work ethic standpoint, that others weren't. Yes. And you were going to do it. And mm -hmm. then you did it over and over and over and over and over again, which then made you very valuable as a person, as a player. Mm -hmm. And that's when the coach went to you more, right? Yes. Same context out there. It's for anything else you want. It's the same thing. Knowing what is that one thing or whatever or things that you can do that others can't and going all in on it. If you look at any celebrity, that's what they do. Basically they figure out what they're really good at and they just double down on that and they become dynamic off of it. And yeah, and then they expand, they expand. Yeah. Like I'm sure when Kevin Hart was first coming up, I'm sure there were some struggles. They're like, man, this, this joke didn't land. That joke didn't land. What's Seinfeld doing? What's this guy doing? How do I become a little bit better? And then kind of going back through history, through comedy and figuring out his voice. And if you look at TikTokers, that's the same thing. The ones that are really successful, they build off one of another and they find their own voice. Like Jason Derulo, who um, is phenomenal on that platform, he, he does a certain thing. He'll mix in some things that other TikTokers do, but he sticks with his thing. He's, he's dynamic in that yeah. way. Same thing with Addison Rae. And um, for YouTubers, they do the same thing. They build off one of another. You know, I, I was I was thinking this whole example, and I think this is going to kind of bring this full circle. Um, and again, I'm going to go off my own playbook here. When I started working with Aaron and the Tigers and, you know, what we're doing now. Uh, well, now what we're doing. When, when we started back then, it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was a kid fresh out of college. Um, you know, I at least had one idea going forward that I knew I needed to just shut up and listen. Um, I know I didn't know anything about it, but I could listen and I could see, I, I've, I've always kind of had, or I've been told this, I have a good eye for the landscape. I can, I can listen, I can put things together and then I can see an operation run. Okay. And I listened for a long time and I, obviously whenever something was asked me, I did it. Whenever someone was asking me, I did it. But was I a go-to guy? No, I was not, you know, new, but I don't know what it was, but at some point I found my niche. Okay. 
and I found that one thing that could separate me from the other guys who were working here, and I'm not, you know, et cetera. And that's when I provided value. Were you ever worried? About what? Because, like, you're, you're, that's more of a slower type of process. Were you worried that it was a little bit too slow? Ever? Or did you just stick What's to your, your definition of slow? That's a good point. I don't know what you're de- – I mean – I guess when you have a time constraint on you, like a high school career of four years or a college career of four years, you know, your time of sitting back and listening and looking for your opportunity might shrink. But then when you're talking about a work life that, you know, presumably you're going to be, I know I didn't know that this job was going to end up being my career at that point in time. Um, but I'm, I've always been that way. You know, I, I always, have always sat back and watched and looked for my opportunity and then when I found that opportunity, I found the strengths that I felt like I was good at. That's when I inserted myself a little bit more. And that's when I feel like, you know, the situation started to change and, and the level of importance became more because there was more work put on you. There was more opportunity given your way, et cetera. Whereas I think some, some people will just sit back and not and kind of wait for stuff to be given out there. And once you get that in, whether and and this is one good point for when you are when you're in that recruiting area. Once you get that in, once you get that coach's attention, you understand you better. You only have so much time. You got to go grab that. You got to go seize that. Do not wait for him to give you more attention and more attention and more attention, because it's not going to come. Because until you provide more value, more value, more value, you're not going to get the attention, the attention, the attention. So that point in my career going back was and I'm still trying to do this every day is take on new roles new aspects new objectives um, anything I can to help because then you become more valuable and the more valuable because you become not only is your business is your game is your team is your organization going to grow but then hopefully, you know, too, you're, you're, you're shedding that off on other people that are going to help in that situation as well. I'm going to give you three things, and I want you to rate them in the level of importance. Okay. You have collaboration. You have marketing. And you have product or value, basically the skill set that you have. How would you rank those? Marketing gets you in the door. So that's my third. That's my first, like the, that's the first thing that you do. Um, you're, you, I, there's a good phrase. You're always selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so how you approach anything, a simple task, a hard task, an everyday task, um, how you approach a simple conversation, that's marketing. how you treat, how you treat anybody. You're just your general approach in life. You're always selling yourself. Okay. Yeah. So that gets you in the door that grabs an attention. Okay. How long you get that attention leads to number two, your collaboration, which is your network, basically, which is your network. It's, it's how you are then working in that situation with others. Okay. Again, it's, it's a team concept. It's a business concept, whatever you want to put it in. Um, it is how you're working, how you're growing, what you're doing on a daily basis to build that up. Okay. And then again, continuing to separate yourself and then that leads into my third, my top, is the value that you create. No matter what situation you're in, you want to be able to create value. 
That could be as simple as this. Me and you are having a cup of coffee. We're having a great conversation. I'm learning something from you. I and mean, this could be not nothing other than just general conversation about the life. You're, you're providing value to me because maybe you gave me a, a, a take on something that I didn't have prior. And now maybe that enlightened the situation or an outlook on a perspective. That's creating value. Same thing on anything on a business side. Okay, obviously the, you want to create value. You want to become so valuable that that person cannot envision not having you. They cannot envision that. That if they start saying, man, if we lost this guy or he wasn't around or she wasn't around, we'd be lost. There's no way we could go on without him. You want to get to that point. Because when you get to that point, then, to take it full circle, I think you feel like you feel like that's the level of importance or known that I guess you'd want to be at. And again, you're providing help. And that's the hardest part, being a person that is on the climb, on the journey, because you're down at the base of the mountain and you see everyone that's up there and you're like, man, that person's so good at what they do. But in reality, you probably bring a skill set that that person couldn't even imagine to bring. And you, ha- and you have something special like your own voice, your own thing that no one else can duplicate. Well, and you look at that. Uh, I love that example that you just said, looking up that, that mountain, seeing that guy who you think's at the pinnacle. You're like, how do you get there? How does that guy do that? Like, how did he become good at that stuff? Well, dude, it's, it's the, do you think that guy didn't mess up about a thousand times? Do you think he didn't just put himself out there over and over and over again and again and again and again and maybe fail a bunch and then had that little win that helped him put, you know, project himself forward? But again, it's just it's all that trials and tribulations that allow him to get to that confidence part here. Do you think that do you think then by no means am I good at this? I don't know if I'm good at podcasting. We'll see. Do you think that six years ago I could have talked be talking to you like this? Oh, I mean, we'll Absolutely listen to, not. Listen to Joe Rogan or Andy Frisella and be like, man, they just do something that is but just amazing. But those guys talk about it. The, you know what the number one thing that I love about those guys? Because I listen to both. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm, I'm currently on a Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk. He is talking to arguably one of the smartest people in the world. But you know what I love about those two guys in general? Is that they are the first guys to talk about how they failed so many times but got back up. And continue to climb that ladder. And that they by no means call themselves experts in this, but they're just trying to pass along information to how they might have gotten there. And they're humble about it. Mm-hmm. And, they're be, and they are the first guys to be there on the other side being willing to help that guy because they knew that they were in that situation prior. So that's why I love those guys the most because what, you know, it, it all goes back to the am I famous or am I known? Am I important? Am I famous? And I'd rather choose to be known and important because I think that you're genuinely trying to help and impart knowledge and because that's what was given to me. Mm-hmm. And, dude, when I'm 30 years older and hopefully much, much, much wiser because I got a lot of learning to do, as I'm sure you would say, I sure as heck hope that at that point I still have that mindset that I'm willing and sitting here hoping that I can impart and help. And if that's what you're doing, then you found that level of importance, that level of known. I remember back when I was in eighth grade, 
and I watched Mizzou baseball playing against, I think it was North Carolina or it was Louisville. It was one of those two teams. They were in the Super Regionals. It was the last time that they were in the Super Regionals when they had Max Scherzer. Pepperdine. It was Pepperdine. Yeah, I watched that. They, they ended up they end up losing uh, the third game off of a walk-off, I think, or something like that, mm-hmm. at in Columbia. But I remember looking at Max and him pitching, and they said, oh, St. Louis boy – um, born and raised, and I thought to myself, like, man, how do you get there? Like, how did like that? Just is crazy. That's crazy talk. And then it kind of just slowly started working itself into my head and becoming this thing of like, that's possible. And I feel like when you're at the base of the mountain, if you at least think, hey, that's possible. It definitely is. And and I'm taking this back full circle is that my senior year, I was playing in Columbia against the team that I saw on TV, and I ended up hitting a home run in Columbia, which I thought was just crazy as I'm rounding the bases. I'm like, this is literally what I would literally five years ago, I was watching them play, and that just seemed like it was nearly impossible. Like, how does that even happen? And now I'm actually rounding the bases on this field. I think that's where it starts. It starts with, if you want to be important or well-known or you want to reach a goal, like, it has to come with that one little thought in your head, which is, I can do that. I think I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah has to start there then it just evolves from that standpoint it gets bigger and you're gonna you're gonna have that ups and downs i love that one chart uh, that chart to success we talk about it's not a straight line it's just 1800 curves left and right up and down to success levels but it's so true and yeah what is your closing pitch or do you want me to deliver my you go first i gotta think about mine brother you kind of got me down that like, you took me down like that road where I'm like I'm just in one. I'm just thinking about one thing, and now I'm lost and I'm all frazzled. So go. <laughs> My closing pitch is this, and this was the whole point of the podcast. This this podcast episode when we started is that there's different degrees of being well known, and there's famous and being important and having value. I mean, Dave nailed it on the head. It wasn't the word that I was going for, which was important. Um, I just knew that that was the concept I was going with. And it's really easy to become famous. I mean, there's, you could see the blueprint right now. Look at, um, I mean, look at girls on Instagram or guys on TikTok or what have you. Like, there, there is a way to become famous fairly easy, but that's not the recommended way. I don't, I don't think you'd want it, want it that way. Um, if you have some for for me it's i want to educate people i want to provide value i want to i'm playing the long run type of game if i become famous off it great i mean i won't think of myself as famous it just uh, just not who i am um but i'm going to judge myself off of did i did i help that person become the thing that they wanted to become whether that is um being really well known on a social platform or being a CEO of a fortune 500 company. 
or was I just a little bit of piece of that? That's, that's kind of how I judge myself. Like, I don't think that it was fully my intention where I'm the sole reason that they got there. I think about it as I want to be well known in that person's mind that, Hey, he gave me something here that ended up catapulting me to this level, which I would love for a point where I have like 20 people that ended up going far beyond what I, what I, what I've been able to accomplish here. My closing pitch is being important is the same thing as being valuable. Um, valuable people have information, information that you want and that you need because you think that it's going to bring you answers, that answers are going to help you become better in whatever aspect of life you're thinking of. So when you're young, when you're new, search out those people that can become important to you. Ask questions, talk, learn, try to put yourself in situations that they've been through. If you fail, get back up, try it again, go after it again and again and again until you get some of that level of value. And then as you start to grow, always remember, you're still that guy who needs to look forward. There's still people out there that are going to be valuable to you and important to you. And you still need to keep on that train of asking, learning, growing. And then at some point when that person comes back to you for that value, for that importance, for that, you know, leadership, that whatever, always make sure that you remember that and that you you can flip roles and, you know, be that person who can help them as well. I will say this. I got one more thing is that, um, there, look at Chippendale dancers and look at <laughs> look, look wow. at look at Instagram mod. Hold on, let me finish my point here, Dave. Stop laughing. This is a serious point. Or Instagram models, and then look at look at like Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce or any of those major celebrities that dance. He's still laughing. Can I finish my statement? <laughs> they are dynamic. Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce. Jay-Z, those people are so dynamic. Um, Fill in the blank, The Rock, Kevin Hart. But the Chippendale dancer or the Instagram model, like they're only going off of like one thing and one thing only. They're not dynamic by no means. Like once their body's gone, they're done. They're no Mm -hmm. longer famous. I think that's the best route to go is think about being dynamic and having a lot of depth. I you you saved that one. I didn't know where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna literally destroy the whole episode. <laughs> we were right at the ending, the ending statement, and like Spiker ends up going up. God, going I was just like, I went on a deep, like really well thought out plan. At least I thought I had, and then first words out of your mouth was Chippendales. Like, oh, <laughs> what is going Everyone on? Everyone just forgot your closing pitch once. Oh. I said that. <laughs> if you forgot, Dave's, rewind about yeah, three minutes. Rewind, listen to Dave's closing pitch because I know I completely <laughs> destroyed that with the Chippendales. <laughs> oh God, I love this podcast. All right, anyways, guys, if you are a repeat listener, please give uh, us a review. That's huge for us. Five stars, preferably. Um, you can mention the comments. Uh, yeah, we never listen to Dave's <laughs> closing pitch. We listen to Spiker's Chippendale comment. Um, if you are a new uh, listener. Uh, please give us a subscribe. Um, we've been uploading on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've been doing bonus episodes from our Instagram lives on Wednesdays. Um, if you want to get notified when we upload again, um, that'd be great. 
And Dave, anything else? No, just I mean, again, if you have any topics you guys are, are interested in, we had a we had a young high school guy or to be high school guy ask us some questions the other day. It was well appreciated. Uh, if you ever have any topics or any questions you want us to talk about, we'd be happy to talk about them. We'd be enthusiastic to talk about them. Just don't bring up Chippendales. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching or listening or both to The Closing Pitch. If you would like to get your closing pitch featured on the show, we use a podcasting app called Anchor where you can submit your statement or question via audio. Or what you can do is comment in the comment section of this post. We also accept direct messages. Please give us the A-OK if you do send us a DM to use your statement or question on the show. Last thing, please give us a review on your platform of choice five star preferably and we value your opinion and this allows us to reach more people thank you for listening and we will catch you in the next episode